Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, I'm Danny Elfman. This is Shirley Manson. This is Debbie Harry. This is Chris Steyer-Blondie. This is Roland Ozebal from Tears for Fears. This is Billy Idol. This is Alex Ebert, a.k.a. Edward Sharp, giving the story behind the song. Hi, this is Peter Chotty, host of the story behind the song. Each month I speak to some of music's biggest artists to get the inside stories behind their most lasting and iconic songs. Join me for new episodes on the third Monday of every month on the story behind the song from the Consequence Podcast Network. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to Consequence Uncut, a series that gives listeners and readers a deeper dive into our features with major artists. For this episode, we're talking to Lola Brooke. I need to show them everything because sometimes people get caught into the limelight and they get caught into the matrix and they think that everything is so perfect and polished when sometimes the diamonds be a little rusty. (laughs) I'm just Lola at the end of the day. I'm Yijan, lead podcast producer at Consequence. And I'm Jonah, editorial coordinator. So Jonah, welcome back to Consequence Uncut. This is really becoming like a like bi-monthly meeting place for us. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. And, and I just hope you don't hate me because every time you bring me on, uh, I bring with me a host of technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. First of all, it is my job, but I really, really do love saving an interview so that we can share it with our readers and listeners. I'm so glad you saved this one because this one was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. And you know what? I, I, I think one of the things about this interview with Lola Brooke It's like her personality is so larger than life. Like, I mean, musically, she has this one sound, but just hearing her in an an interview, you're like, I'm she's she has a she's an infectious personality that just makes me want to get to know more about her. Oh, oh, definitely. And and you can hear it in the music. I mean, again, this is this is her debut album. She's been around for a minute, but first time that she's putting out that full length project. And, uh, you know, we talk about it a little bit in, in the interview. She doesn't see it as an introduction. But if this is your first time listening to Lola, you know immediately what she's about and who she is. And uh, she really just can't be anything other than Lola. (laughs) I know. I feel like that has to be the title of the article, but uh, that is also up to you. But I I, I do have to say, like, you're so right. Like, when I was listening to Best Side and Don't Play With It, honestly, like, she has this sound that's like like 90s hip hop, like the quality of the quality of rapping, the, the depth in her voice, the expression and the tone. And so it's just incredible to to realize how young she is to be doing this and, you know, how much of like an old soul she is. But she has this insanely youthful energy. Oh, definitely. I mean, I, I, I see that probably being a reason why there's so many you know, big name rappers co-signing her these days. I mean, Meek Mill did, Future brought her out in front of like a stadium worth of people. So like, (laughs) I mean, it seems like at once she's able to be a rapper's rapper and also 
a rapper for the club to get everybody, you know, ready to go. I know. I'm always a stickler of being fans of artists, artists, you know, like artists mm-hmm. that, you know, other artists are like, actually, I'm, I'm a low key fan of that, you know? And it's like, you know, cause you know that they're in the game for the love of the game and she's probably the future of the game. Yeah. And I do want to stress that too, because sometimes when you say artists, artists, uh, there's a connotation of like, oh, it's it's too artsy or it's it's too like technical for wider audiences. And it's it's just for people who know what's going on. And uh, that's not the case. With Lola. Lola is very easy to get into and very <laughs> addicting once you do. I know. I know. I mean, but like people people would say that about like Billie Eilish when she first came out, like, oh, she's she's mm-hmm. so good, but it's like too intense. But then she was also insanely popular. So it's like there's nothing wrong with being an artist artist, even if other artists are saying that you're really good, because what you're putting out is really resonating with people even beyond your own generation. Oh, oh, definitely. And uh, I know it resonates with me. Uh, we get into it again on the back end of the interview, but Best Side's going to be a killer track. It's gonna, it's gonna top. <laughs> if it's not on the top of the charts, I'll hand him my badge and gun, and we'll call it there. Because uh, that song rocks. <laughs> I really do hope that if Best Side becomes a number one single, you get a text, email, shout out on social media from Lola Brooke, <laughs> thanking you for that prediction. I listen. I'm not gonna say give me a verse, but maybe an ad lib here or there. I've been practicing. I could do a hey or a ya. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God. I really, really would love to hear any of that, any of those things happening any, at, at any time. So great job with this interview. And thank you so much for sharing it with us. No, yes, me too. Thank, thank you so much, Mijan. And uh, be sure to check out the full article on consequence.net. And before we jump into it, Mijan has a very important message. Thank you, Jonah. This month, we're on a mission to spread the word about Consequence Uncut far and wide. If you love our show as much as we like bringing it to you, we need you to hop over to Apple Podcasts and hit the follow button and leave us a review. Not only is this a quick and easy way for you to show your support, but it'll give you a chance to win some exclusive Consequence merch. Just head to the link in our show notes and submit your info along with a screenshot of your review. We'll be shouting out the winners in December, so stay tuned and make sure to follow and review us as soon as possible. Thank you for your support and for helping Consequence Uncut grow. So now I'll turn it over to Jonah and the big gator herself, Lola Brooke, for this interview. Please enjoy and don't play with it. So if I can just have you start by introducing yourself, that would be wonderful. Uh-uh-uh-uh. What's up, y'all? Nah. I'm Lola Brooke. <laughs> Nickname Big Gator. I love it. That was the perfect Lola Brooke <laughs> intro, I have to say. Thank you. Matches the bangers for sure. I try. I try. I try to keep it in the same element. So speaking of the bangers, I want to jump right in to the new album yes. because the big debut is only a couple days away. Yes. But you've been dropping music for a couple years now, working on rapping and music for even longer. I know that much. Why wait so long to put out that debut project, that debut full length album? I've waited so long because I've been going through artist development and Mm -hmm. I didn't always feel completely ready. This is the first time in my life where I feel completely ready to put out a body of work. And as an artist, Mm. things like that shouldn't be rushed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But but I mean, like, was there ever a time where maybe you had a bunch of songs ready to go and you wished you could just put it out as an album? I've always dropped music. I was always dropping music for sure. Just not a body of work. But I've never had a tingle inside me that didn't allow me to be patient. I've been very patient with myself and my craft. And I know timing is everything. 
For sure, for sure. Timing, timing is definitely everything. So then pulling your pieces together, going through that artist development, is this kind of like a reintroduction for you then? Or do you see it as just a continuation of the things you've been doing for the past couple of years? Yeah, it's just a continuation of who Lola Brooke is. I feel as though I've been doing music for a while, so I'm over the reintroduction or introducing myself. Wherever people pick up at is where they pick up at. My part is to give them so much of a vibe that they want to go back and learn more about me on things that they felt like they missed out on. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, one of my favorite things to do whenever I'm getting into a new artist is to to dive into their back catalog, see what's changed, what's what's stayed the same. And uh, it's always really, really cool when you can tell like where they ended up was very intentional. And, and you know, from from day one, even if they weren't there yet, they knew where they were going and what they wanted to do. Yeah, for sure. I'm very much involved with my music, down to beat picking, song selections. I'm tapped in a lot with my music. I have a lot of say-so on my project. Yeah, yeah. And, and so I know that you just signed like with a bigger label. You got a bigger deal. You probably have a lot more people in your camp, a lot more cooks in the kitchen. Um, have you been able to keep that sense of, of being tapped in with your music and, and having that sort of control? Yeah. Yeah. So you've been you've been able to keep that, luckily. Oh, you're asking me. You're. I didn't. It didn't sound like. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was a question. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry. Weeks before I signed my deal with Arista, they wanted to sign me because they they loved who I was and they loved what me and my team brings brings to the table. They didn't want to change anything about what was going on, what we had built. So basically, all I had to do was just do the same thing that I was doing, just ten times more. And I was always hands-on with my projects. I was always hands-on with anything, down to videos. I was doing treatments, just everything. So I have the creative space, and Arista allowed me to keep that space. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Well, hearing about how much they loved you and how involved that you're able to remain with the process, I wanted to ask about a couple of the songs on the record in particular, just because I've been playing them like crazy. Specifically, Best Side, that one has been oh. on repeat for me, I have to say. For real? I love that song. It I, listen, Thank Like, you. if I get up and I'm feeling groggy and I need something to fucking get me going, it's Best Side. It's Best Side. <laughs> Ooh. So tell me about that beat selection process, writing for it, like, just bring me into that song. I always just nag my producer, Reefa Music. I always nag and like bother him about ideas with sampling and mm. things like that. So I always be like, yo, DMX, I'm telling you, I'm telling you it's going to go crazy. So 
I can't really quite remember. I think he just brought it to me like, yo, look. Or I might have sent the idea. I don't, I'm not too sure. But we worked pretty well together. But when I first heard the beat, I was just ready to go. I was so excited. Because it's DMX. He gives a different type of energy to music already. Yeah. So the beat was just, the tempo was there. It just needed some words. <laughs> so basically, I showed my flaws. I told the world I don't have 100 bands. And now I feel like I've accomplished so much. Make sure you get my best side. Like, <laughs> Forget the flaws. Just just get my best side now. <laughs> I love it. Well, it definitely shows your best side, if I can make a bad pun about it. And then, of course, capping off the album, you've got Don't Play With It, which has been out for a little bit, but now we've got the remix with Lotto and Young Miami. What's it like bringing them into the song? And also just more generally, like, what was it like when that song initially hit and everyone was connecting with it so much? I put Lotto and Young Miami on Don't Play With It remix because it was three different outlooks mm. on lifestyle and how they defend themselves and how they stand up for themselves. So Young Miami being from Miami, Florida, Lotto being from Atlanta, it made so much sense. You get the don't play with a girl from the South. Mm -hmm. You get don't play with a girl from what's the city of Miami? What, what Vice they? City. Yeah. And then you got Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> so it, it just works out. And when don't play with it came out and the world reacted towards it. I wouldn't say I was surprised because I knew the song was special, but I didn't know how big it would be. I didn't, I didn't know that it would be global mm -hmm. as it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's it's been really cool to see how much staying power it has. I mean, what, it's been like mm -hmm. two-ish years since the first version of it dropped, and, and it's still getting bumped everywhere. I mean, I I go out <laughs> to the club, and I fucking hear it still. Yeah, it's like a anthem, I feel. This song is for people to stand up for themselves. Don't play with it. Like, I'm Don't not play with it. Play with. Like, respect me. Give me some type of respect. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Moving away from kind of the bangers of the album a little bit more, you also kind of get, I don't want to say even kind of get, you get very, like, introspective, and mm -hmm. you get really, I mean, I'll even say, like, emotional or vulnerable on the record. Um, I mean, the album's called Dennis' Daughter, we got the song Dear Dennis, which you're really opening up on. Um, what's yeah. it like, you know, kind of having these two modes where you've got the like, hey, you better be catching my best side. And then you can flip it to like, uh, here's some, here's my struggle. Here's where I come from. Here's what I'm dealing mm -hmm. with. I mean, I'm dealing with reality and music helps me deal with that. So I'm so tapped in with myself that I'm not embarrassed to speak on how I'm feeling. I know how to express my emotions mm -hmm. so I can go from. Oh, it's lit, and I'm having fun, and I'm so happy. So, oh, my goodness, I'm going through it. I don't know what's my next move. I might be feeling depressed. I need some closure on situations that I've been going through and that I have not received yet. So it's just everybody feels like a Friday one day, and then the next day they feel like a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're so right. And, and I know everyone talks about how confident your flow and, and your charisma is on, on the bangers, but I think it's just as confident, maybe even more confident to be able to come out and say like, Hey, like I, I go through it too. And, uh, I go through it hard. Yeah. Like we all going through it. I, I just don't want to be the artist that always shows my best side. <laughs> I want to show my best side, but I don't only want to show my best side. It was a process of being where I am right now. 
Yeah, yeah, because you're you're human. You're an artist who also is a human. Yeah, you're human. I need to show them everything because sometimes people get caught into the limelight and they get caught into the matrix and they think that everything is so per- um, perfect and polished when sometimes the diamonds be a little rusty. <laughs> you got to like wipe it off. <laughs> yeah. Diamond yeah. in the rough. No, ex- exactly. And I mean, I mean, I'll give you your props. It seems as even as uh, uh, don't mess, don't play with it hit and you've had these great couple years um it seems like even when the diamond gets a little dirty uh you've been able to roll with it and you're still lola and you're still out there doing exactly what you want to be doing yes like flaws and all i am lola brooke at the end of the day that's that's amazing one of the other things that is really cool about the record is you got these amazing these amazing features so not to downplay downplay the features um, that you have on the record, or you've been jumping on a couple of other artist tracks lately too. But as you kind of mark off your bucket list of of other artists that you've worked with, is there any that you're still after that you you're like, man, I wish I could work with this person? Yeah, of course. I always I always say to myself like, God, I wish I I, I could work with this artist or that person, but I don't get stagnant by it, mm-hmm. and I don't make it my focus point. Because the focus is, should always be me and everything else is just an add-on. It's just a bonus. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That's really interesting. So when you bring somebody in for one of your songs, let's say, uh, how do you kind of keep that balance of like, this is, this is Lola, this is Lola, and then we have, we got our friends on it, but this is still Lola. What kind of mode do you get into? How do you make sure that it's still Lola, even with a crowd of people around? With me being Dennis' daughter, I have so much tunnel vision. <laughs> and my, I'm, I have so much tunnel vision. And I'm the only child, so mm. I had to cater to myself a lot. I was lonely. I taught myself how to have fun with nobody. So even when people are in the room, I don't, I don't see them unless I want to see them. <laughs> so I'd be so tapped into myself. And then after I'm, I'm done building on my confidence for that moment, I built that person confidence as well, mm. not just me. So after I'm done with me, then I'll be like, okay, now I know how to build you up because I built myself up. That's great. I mean, yeah. And, and I get that impression listening to you, especially on features and stuff like that. Like you almost can't help it. Like I can't see you being anybody else except Lola. Yeah. I really don't know how to do anything. <laughs> that is so crazy. <laughs> Well, hey, I love it. So please don't try to do anything else other than Lola because this is this Thank is working you. real. <laughs> so kind of closing up here, one of the things, of course, that I, I want to ask about is it seems like you hint at this in your music sometimes. And especially when you're when you're able to get a little braggadocious with it, uh, talk <laughs> about talk about sex from like the female perspective, uh-huh. things like that. Um, being being a woman in the music industry and hip hop in 2023 your personal experience has it how has it been for you have you faced struggles that you think are because of that do you think we're headed in the right direction um how does it come out in your music just any thoughts you have about that i'm comfortable in my skin mm-hmm. and some days i like to feel sexy <laughs> and i want to talk about sex yeah and then there's other days where it's like okay think of it like this you're in a relationship with someone and not you're not always you love them, but you, sometimes they just get on your nerves so much and you might feel like they unattractive for that moment. But at the end of the day, you have the same feelings that you had when you first met them. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Oh, yeah. It's days I just, I feel, I want to talk about sex. And then it's days where I be like, no, I'm done. I'm not giving out nothing. <laughs> so it's just a natural feeling. It's hormones. A lot of people mm-hmm. don't know how to control. You can't control your hormones. Yeah. So you're not going to sit here and, and lie to society like your hormones can be controlled. No, you might can control your actions, mm-hmm. but not your hormones. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, and then even outside of the, the sex bars and stuff like that, like in the mm-hmm. it, w- when you were coming up, um, did you did you feel comfortable in the space? Did you feel like there was any roadblocks because you were a woman re- MC trying to come up or did, did it feel a little bit more open than it would have, say, however many years ago? Mm, I don't know that feeling of many years ago. I can just only school myself on other MCs experience. Mm-hmm. But when I was coming up, the thing about me as an artist, I don't look forward to I don't disapp- I don't I don't get disappointed because I don't look forward to having high expectations for things. I don't I don't feel like nobody owes me anything. I don't play the blame game. Mm-hmm. Everybody has the same 24/7. So if I wake up one day and I feel like I didn't accomplish what I wanted to, I have another day to do it. Yeah. So you you were just able to plug right on through. And you know what? Again, Going back to Lola being Lola, that makes a lot of sense when you say it. Yeah, like, I'm just Lola. I know I'm a female artist, but I'm just Lola at the end of the day. <laughs> that that honestly sounds like it's probably freeing. Like, you don't have to play the role of, like, I'm the female artist in the room. It's just I am Lola, the artist in the room. I'm just, yes, I'm just Lola, yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you so much for, for taking the time. I'm, I'm really excited for everybody to hear the whole album uh the singles have been great and i think again like i don't think best side was a single right no so but you when, think that you feel like that's the single? i think i think that's gonna hit <laughs> i think that's gonna go up i do i love that song <laughs> oh so when it's top of the charts you say jonah called it all right <laughs> yeah i got you jonah don't even trip bro <laughs> thanks so much Ola. you have a great rest of your day okay later thank you thank you For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.